ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Today then carrying on with the subject we've been discussing in the last few sessions now the topic regarding the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding the different types of adhkar Today then we're going to begin by discussing four types of the adhkar that is the statement Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah and La ilaha illallah and Allahu Akbar. Inna khayra al-kalam wa afdala al-dhikr ba'da al-Qur'an al-Kareem arba'u kalimat. Lahunna qadarun rafi' wa sha'nun azim. وَمَكَانَةٌ عَالِيَةٌ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ هُنَّ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَلَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ أَكْبَرٌ That the best of speech and the best of remembrance after the Qur'an itself are four statements. They have a high rank and station in Islam. They are the statements Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, and Allahu Akbar. وَقَدْ وَرَدَ فِي فَضْلِ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ الْأَرْبَعِ نُصُوصٌ كَثِيرَةٌ تَدُلُّ دَلَالَةٌ قَوِيَّةٌ عَلَى عِظَمِ شَأْنِ وَقَدَرِ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ There are many texts Many evidences in the Qur'an and the Sunnah that indicate the greatness of these four statements. وَمَا يَتَرَتَّبُ عَلَى الْقِيَامِ بِهِنَّ مِنْ أُجُورٍ عَظِيمَةٍ وَأَفْضَالٍ كَرِيمَةٍ وَخَيْرَاتٍ مُتَوَالِيَةٍ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةٍ and in the texts, it also explains the great amount of reward a person gets in this remembrance of these statements, the great goodness in this world and in the hereafter from those statements. فَمِنْ فَضَائِلِ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَاتِ so from the virtues of these statements, that they are the most beloved of speech to Allah. فَقَدْ رَوَى مُسْلِمٌ فِي صَحِيحِهِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ سَمُرَةِ ابْنُ جُنْدُبِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ قَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أحب الكلام إلى الله تعالى أربع لا يضرك بأيهن بدأت 
that the most beloved of speech to Allah is four statements. And it will not harm you whichever one you begin with. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, and Wallahu Akbar. These four are mentioned in this hadith of Sahih Muslim. That they are the most beloved of speech to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمِنْ that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned they are more beloved to him than everything that the sun arises upon. Meaning all of what is in the world. قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لأن أقول سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر أحب إلي مما طلعت عليه الشمس that if I was to say if I was to say these words, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, and Allahu Akbar, then that is more beloved to me than everything the sun arises upon. Meaning all of this world. Those words are more beloved to me than all of this world. وَمِنْ فَضَائِلِهِنَّ مَا ثَبَتَ فِي مُسْنَدِ الْإِمَامِ أَحْمَدِ وَشُعْبِ الْإِيمَانِ لِلْبَيْهَقِ بِإِسْنَادٍ جَيِّدٍ عَنْ عَاصِمِ بْنُ بَهْدَلَ عَنْ أَبِي صَالِحْ عَنْ أُمْهَانِئْ بِنْتْ أَبِي طَالِبْ قَالَتْ مَرَّ بِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى وسلم فَقُلْتْ إِنِّي قَدْ كَبِرْتْ وضعفت أو كما قالت فمرني بعمل أعمله وأنا جالسة قال سبحي سبح الله مئة تسبيحة فإنها تعدل لك مئة رقبة تعتقينها من ولدي إسماعيل واحمدي واحمدي الله مئة تحميدة تعدل لك مئة فرس مسرجة ملجمة تحملين عليها في سبيل الله وكبر الله مئة تكبير فإنها تعجل لك مئة بدنة مقلدة متقبلة وهللي مئة تهليلة قال ابن خلف الراوي عن عاصم أحصبه قال تملأ ما بين السماء والأرض ولا يرفع يومئذ لأحد عمل إلا أن يأتي بمثل ما أتيت به in this narration, it mentions that Umhani, the daughter of Abu Talib, said to the Prophet وسلم, Command me, O Messenger of Allah. I have become old and I have become weak. So command me with something I can do, some worship, sitting down. Something I can do and I'm still sitting down because I'm old and I'm weak now. 
So what action, what worship can you tell me I could do sitting down? So the Prophet ﷺ told her, do the tasbih a hundred times. Say subhanallah a hundred times. Say alhamdulillah a hundred times. Say Allahu Akbar a hundred times. And say la ilaha illallah a hundred times. And then he mentioned the various rewards, freeing the slaves and giving the camels in the path of Allah. And that it fills what is between the heavens and the earth. All the various rewards. But the point being those rewards were linked to the worship of saying Alhamdulillah a hundred times, Subhanallah a hundred times, La ilaha illallah a hundred times, Allahu Akbar a hundred times. Indicating the virtue of that dhikr once again. وَتَأَمَّلْ هَذَا الثَّوَابَ الْعَظِيمِ الْمُتَرَتِّبَ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ الْكَلِمَاتِ فَمَنْ سَبَّحَ اللَّهَ مِئَةً أي قال سبحان الله مئة مرة فإنها تعديل عتق مئة رقبة من ولد إسماعيل Look at the great reward that is mentioned here A person says سبحان الله a hundred times it is like freeing a hundred slaves it is like freeing a hundred slaves وَخَصَّ بَنِي إِسْمَاعِيلِ بِالذِّكْرِ لِأَنَّهُمْ أَشْرَفُ الْعَرَبِ نَسَبًا and it mentions the sons or the offspring of Ismail because they are from the most noblest of the Arabs and then it goes on to mention all of the various types of the rewards of giving in the path of Allah and giving a hundred horses and the hundred camels and the rewards that are mentioned for the one who says these words, great amounts of reward. Similarly, وَمِنْ فَضَائِلِ هَؤُلَاءِ الْكَلِمَاتِ أَنَّهُنَّ مُكَفِّرَاتِ لِلذُّنُوبِ that saying these words, they take away your sins. They expiate your sins. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma ala al-ardi rajulun yaqul, la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wa subhanallah, walhamdulillah, وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا كُفِّرَتْ عَنْهُ ذُنُوبُهُ وَلَوْ كَانَتْ أَكْثَرَ مِنْ زَبَدِ الْبَحْرِ That there is not a man who says La ilaha illallah and Allahu Akbar and Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah and La حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ Except that his sins are wiped out. His sins are expiated. Even if they were like the amount of the ocean. What you see on top of the ocean. وَالْمُرَادُ بِالذُّنُوبِ الْمُكَفَّرَةِ هُنَا أَيْ The sins that are wiped out are the minor sins. The minor sins are wiped out. لقوله رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لقول رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم 
Assalawatul khams Wal jumu'atu ila jumu'ah Wa ramadhan ila ramadhan Mukaffiratun ma baynahunna Iza jtunibatil kabair That one prayer to the next The five prayers one to the next And the jumu'ah to the jumu'ah And the ramadhan to the ramadhan they expiate the sins in between as long as you stay away from the major sins. So they expiate the minor sins. The major sins, they are only expiated with repentance. You must seek forgiveness and repentance from the major sins to be expiated. The minor sins, they can be expiated with these uh, good deeds. In another narration, وفي هذا المعنى ما رواه الترمذي وغيره عن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مر بشجرة يابسة الورق فضربها بعصاه فتناثر الورق فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الحمد لله وسبحان الله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر لا تساقط من ذنوب العبد كما تساقط ورق هذه الشجرة. There on one occasion the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was walking by a dried up tree and he hit it with his stick and so all of those dried up leaves easily fall off they all fell off many leaves fell off from that tree like in autumn time when the leaves are all drying up now you hit it they all fall off so the leaves all fell off and then the Prophet said that indeed alhamdulillah and subhanallah and la ilaha illallah and allahu akbar they drop away your sins from you just like these leaves all dropped from the tree that those four statements that speech it will eradicate and drop all of your sins from you just like the leaves they all dropped from the tree so again that indicates how these words this remembrance it has a great impact in the removal of sins from an individual also min fadailihinna أن الله اختار هؤلاء الكلمات واصطفاهن لعباده ورتب على ذكر الله بهن أجورا عظيما وثوابا جزيلا 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected this remembrance. Allah has selected these words. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allah has selected these words. Inna Allah astafa min al-kalami arba'a. That indeed Allah chose from the speech four things. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Faman qal, subhanallah, kutiba lahu ishruna hasana, wa hattat anhu ishruna sayyia. So whoever says, subhanallah, 20 good deeds are written for you, and 20 evil deeds Minor sins are wiped away from you. وَمَنْ قَالْ أَلَّهُ أَكْبَرُ فَمِثْلُ ذَلِكَ And whoever says Allahu Akbar, the same again. Twenty good deeds written for you, twenty evil ones moved away, taken away, wiped away from you. وَمَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ فَمِثْلُ ذَلِكَ And whoever says لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ The same again. Twenty good deeds are written. And 20 are wiped away from you. وَمَنْ قَالَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ مِنْ قِبَلِ نَفْسِهِ كُتِبَتْ لَهُ تَلَاتُونَ حَسَنَةً And a person who says الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ from himself, then 30 good deeds are written for him. وَحُطْ طَعَنْهُ ثَلَاثُونَ خَطِيئَةً And thirty evil deeds, sins, are removed from him. So you see here, the great reward for saying what? Subhanallah, what else? Saying what else? Alhamdulillah, what else? Allahu Akbar, what else? La ilaha illallah. Wa aydan min fadailihinna. Also from the virtues of this speech, of this remembrance. Anna hunna junna liqailihinna min al-nar. That they will give you protection from the fire. Protection from the fire. وَيَأْتِينَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ مُنْجِيَاتِ لِقَائِلِهِنَّ وَمُقَدِّمَاتٍ لَهِ That they will come on the day of judgment as saviors for the ones who used to say them. They will come as saviors. For those who used to be upon the remembrance of Allah with them. In a narration, Anabi Huraira, Radiallahu Anhu Kal, Allah Rasulullah Sallam, Khudu Junnatakum. Get protected. Get your protection ready. قلنا يا رسول الله من عدو قد حضر 
They said, O Messenger of Allah, has the enemy arrived? Meaning, have the kuffar or the enemies come upon us? We need to get protected and get guarded. Qala la. Prophet said, No. Bal But rather, get your protection ready from the fire. The fire, protect yourselves from the hellfire. Ulu say, Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, fa inna hunna yatina yawma al-qiyamah, munjiyat wa muqaddimat, wa hunna al-baqiyatu salihat Say, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, they will come indeed on the day of judgment as saviors for you. And they are what will remain for you. The righteous and the good deeds. So these are all some of the great virtues of these four statements. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, and Allahu Akbar. If we now look into more detail regarding these statements, and in particular the statements Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, and Allahu Akbar, beginning firstly with the statement Subhanallah, the statement Subhanallah. We have already said that this is one of those great statements with great virtues and rewards. Karimatu Subhanallah, Alati Hia Ihda Haula, Laha Shahnun Alim, Fahia Min Ajalil Akaril Mukariba Ilallah, Women of the Lil Ibadat, Min of the Lil Ibadat, Il Musila Ili. وقد جاء في بيان فضلها وشرفها وعظم قدرها نصوص كثيرة في الكتاب والسنة بل إنما ورد في ذلك لا يمكن حصره لكثرته وتعدده وقد ورد ذكر التسبيح في القرآن الكريم أكثر من ثمانين مرة More than 80 times in the Quran It mentions regarding saying Subhanallah more than 80 times in the Quran. فَوَرَدَ تَارَةً بِلَفْضِ الْأَمْرِ كَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا وَسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا Sometimes Allah commands us in the Quran to say Subhanallah. Like in this example, Surah Al-Ahzab, ayah number 41 and 42. Do the tasbih of Allah. Say, Subhanallah. So that is one of the methods in the Quran. It tells you that you need to make the tasbih. Sabbihuhu. Make the tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes it mentions it in the past tense, present tense, different forms. 
But over 80 times in the Quran it mentions the issue of the tasbih. Saying subhanallah. Also you will notice. وَقَدْ ذَكَرَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ التَّسْبِيحِ فِي مُفْتَتَحِ كَمْ سُورَةِ In the Qur'an there are a certain number of chapters that begin with the tasbih. How many chapters in the Qur'an begin with the tasbih? Two. Five or six? Now how many chapters begin with it? How many chapters, how many surahs of the Quran have subhanallah or something related to that at the beginning of them? Eight is the answer. ذَكَرَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ التَّسْبِيحِ فِي مُفْتَتَحِ ثَمَان سُوَرِ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ الْكَرِيمِ all of them are listed out, but the homework for this week is going to be for you to find the list. Find the eight chapters of the Quran where it mentions something to do with the tasbih at the beginning. I'll give you one example, so you only have to find seven. Example in Surah Al-Isra, at the beginning it says, Surah Al-Isra, Subhanallah. أسرى بعبده ليلا سبحان الذي أسرى سبحان الله right at the beginning of that surah there are seven others where the tasbih is mentioned right at the beginning in the opening sections it doesn't have to be the first word but right there in the first ayah seven others the homework is to find those seven others where the tasbih is mentioned right at the beginning. Most of them it is the first word, and some of them right there in the first ayah. That's your homework. Qala ahlul ilm, wattasbih warada fil Qur'an ala nahwin min thalathina wajhan. The scholars say this issue of tasbih is mentioned in the Qur'an in approximately 30 Different ways. Sittah minha lil malaika. Six of those are mentioned in relation to the angels. Tis'a li nabiyyina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nine of those for the Prophet Arba'a li ghayrihi min al-anbiya. Four times for other prophets. Thalatha lil hawanat wal jamadat. Three times talking about the inanimate objects making tasbih. وَثَلَاثَ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ خَاصَ Three times for the believers making the tasbih of Allah. وَسِتَّ لِجَمِيعِ الْمَوْجُودَاتِ And six times for all of the creation making the tasbih of Allah. You have seen different ayat where it tells you the angels make the tasbih of Allah. The believers make the tasbih of Allah. The rocks and the stones and the trees make the tasbih of Allah. That's what it's talking about. There are certain ayat where it talks about the angels making the tasbih of Allah. Six places in the Quran. Another nine places where the Prophet ﷺ is mentioned uh, in relation to him making the tasbih of Allah. Four more places where the other prophets are mentioned about making the tasbih of Allah. 
three places where the animals and the, the inanimate objects are mentioned of making the tasbih of Allah. Uh, three places for the believers and six about all of the creation generally making the tasbih of Allah. One example of each, for example, الَّذِينَ يَحْمِلُونَ الْعَرْشَ وَمَنْ حَوْلَهُ يُسَبِّحُونَ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّهِمْ Those who carry the throne of Allah and those around it, they make the tasbih of their Lord. That is talking about the angels making the tasbih of Allah. The Prophet ﷺ, for example, فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَكُنْ مِنَ السَّاجِدِينَ Make the tasbih and the praise of your Lord and be from those who are who prostrate to your Lord. So that's the Prophet ﷺ being told about the tasbih and to make the tasbih. The other Prophets, وَسَبِّحْ بِالْعَشِيِّ وَالْإِبْكَارِ To Zakariya, make the tasbih in the morning and evening. The believers, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا وَسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا and make the tasbih of Allah morning and evening. That's talking about the believers. The animals and the inanimate objects. تُسَبِّحُ لَهُ السَّمَاوَاتُ السَّبْعُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَمَنْ فِيهِنَّ وَإِن مِّن شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِهِ That the heavens and the earth and everything in it, they make the tasbih of Allah. And generally everything, سَبَّحَ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Everything in the heavens and the earth, they all make the tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you can see there how great the tasbih of Allah is. And the virtue of the tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then there are some narrations telling you about this. Hadith thabata fi sahih muslim. Min hadith abi dharr. رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سئل أي الكلام أفضل that the Prophet ﷺ was asked what speech is the best قال مصطفى الله لملائكته أو لعباده he said that which Allah has chosen for his angels or for his servants سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله and الحمد لله in another narration, في لفظ آخر أن أبا ذر قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا أخبرك بأحب الكلام إلى الله Shall I not inform you of the most beloved of speech to Allah? And in that narration it said إن أحب الكلام إلى الله سبحان الله وبحمده This is the most beloved of the speech to Allah سبحانه وتعالى also in the narrations, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Man qala Subhanallah wa bihamdihi Fi yawmin mi'ata marra Huttat anhu dhunubuhu walau kathurat That whoever says Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah a hundred times in the day Then his sins are wiped out no matter how much they are Wa fi sahih An Abi Hurairah Anna al-Nabiyya Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal من قال سبحان الله وبحمده في يوم مئة مرة حطت خطاياه وإن كانت مثل زبد البحر 
That whoever says Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah a hundred times in the day, all of their sins are wiped out even if it's like the surface of the sea. Also, مَنْ قَالَ حِينَ يُسْبِحُ وَحِينَ يُمْسِي سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ مِئَةَ مَرَّةِ لَمْ يَأْتِ أَحَدٌ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِأَفْضَلَ مِمَّا جَاءَ بِهِ إِلَّا أَحَدٌ قَالَ مِثْلَ مَا قَالَ أَوْ زَادَ عَلَيْهِ Somebody who says, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, a hundred times in a day, then nobody will come with any better actions than him on that day, except somebody who says it more. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ said, أَيَعْجِزُ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَكْسِبَ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ أَلْفَ حَسَنًا That are any of you unable to get a thousand rewards a day? فَسَأَلَهُ سَائِلْ مِنْ جُلَسَائِهِ كَيْفَ يَكْسِبُ أَحَدُنَا أَلْفَ حَسَنًا So one of the people sat there said to the Prophet ﷺ, how do we do that? How can we get a thousand rewards a day? قَالْ يُسَبِّحُ مِئَةَ تَسْبِيحَ فَيُكْتَبُ لَهُ أَلْفُ حَسَنًا he said, say subhanallah a hundred times and a thousand rewards will be written for you. Say subhanallah a hundred times and a thousand rewards will be written for you or a thousand sins will be wiped away from you. In another famous narration, Kalimatani habibatani ila rahman khafifatani ala lisan thaqilatani fil mizan Subhanallah wa bihamdih Subhanallah al-Azim That there are two words that are beloved to Allah and they are easy upon the tongue light upon the tongue heavy in the weighing scales they have a lot of weight in the weighing scales and they are Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah al-Azim. These are the words that are beloved to Allah. Very easy to say, yet very heavy on the weighing scales. Also in another narration, عن جابر رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من قال سبحان الله من قال سبحان الله العظيم وبحمده غُرِسَتْ لَهُ نَخْلَهُ فِي الْجَنَّةِ That whomsoever says Subhanallah al-Azim and Alhamdulillah then a tree is planted for him in paradise. A palm tree is planted for him in paradise. These are the types of tremendous rewards that are mentioned for the one who says, Subhanallah. We've already mentioned that this tasbih, it is something that is done by all of the creation. By all of the creation. Rawa al-Bukhari fi sahihi an Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu qal kunna na'uddu al-ayat baraka وَأَنْتُمْ تَعُدُّونَهَا تَخْوِيفًا كُنَّا مَعَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي سَفَرٍ فَقَلَّ الْمَاءِ فَقَالَ اطْلُبُوا فَضْلَةً مِنْ مَاءٍ فَجَاءُوا بِإِنَاءٍ فِيهِ مَاءٌ قَلِيلٌ فَأَدْخَلَ يَدَهُ فِي الْإِنَاءِ ثُمَّ قَالَ حَيَّ عَلَى الطَّهُورِ الْمُبَارَكِ وَالْبَرَكَةُ مِنَ اللَّهِ 
فلقد رأيت الماء ينبع من بين أصابع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولقد كنا نسمع تسبيح الطعام وهو يؤكل He says that we used to consider these signs as a barakah and you become afraid when you hear them He said we were with the messenger on a journey and the water became depleted water almost ran out so the Prophet ﷺ said, go and search for some extra water. So they found some in a small bottle, a small vessel, a small amount of water. That's all they found when they went out. So the Prophet ﷺ put his hand into that little bit of water they found. And he said to them, come upon the blessed water. And the blessings are from Allah. They said, we saw from the Fingers of the Prophet ﷺ, the water pouring out, pouring forth. And we heard the food that was being eaten, making the tasbih of Allah. So this is all from those great and tremendous virtues that are mentioned. Tremendous virtues that are mentioned. So this is all from the statement of subhanallah. The key thing that remains now is what is the meaning of subhanallah? Ma'ana at-tasbih. What is the meaning of subhanallah? So who can tell us? We've seen now all of these virtues of subhanallah. What is the meaning of subhanallah? Nobody knows the meaning of subhanallah. So subhanallah in English often you see them say glory be to Allah. But this is not a full translation. Glory be to Allah. The real translation, the real meaning is that Allah is free, does not have any type of deficiency, any type of wrong, any type of uh, shortcoming, Allah, uh, imperfection, that Allah does not have any imperfection, any shortcoming, any deficiency. Allah is the mighty and the majestic far above and removed from any imperfections. That is the meaning when you say subhanallah. That Allah is the great, the mighty, the majestic, far removed and above any imperfection or deficiency. Allah is free from any imperfections or wrongs. Allah is perfect and powerful and mighty. That is the meaning of subhanallah in reality. Any questions up to that so far? Before we move on to alhamdulillah. So somebody tell us some of the virtues of subhanallah. So subhanallah, it is mentioned in the Quran in the different ways approximately 80 times. 
That shows you one of the virtues of this word. What else? Virtues of Subhanallah. What? You seek closeness to Allah? That's with general worship. But who can tell us something specific regarding Subhanallah? It mentioned about the 100 times. You say Subhanallah 100 times, and that is the equivalent of freeing a hundred slaves. In the narration it talked about, do you know how to get 1,000 rewards every day? Say, Subhanallah 100 times. Say, Subhanallah 100 times. And that is a thousand rewards written for you or thousand sins expiated from you. What else in the Quran about Subhanallah? There are eight chapters of the Quran that begin with Subhanallah. Also in the Quran it tells us that there are different sources of the Tasbih. So those sources of the Tasbih are like the angels make the Tasbih of Allah, the Prophet the other Prophets and Messengers, the inanimate objects, the rocks, the trees, the food, Believers, all of the creation, all of that, making the tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we talk about dhikr, all of this introduction and different things we've been talking about now, the virtues of dhikr, here now you have an example of a particular statement. Before we were talking about the best form of dhikr generally, which is, Quran, the Quran as the best form of dhikr generally. But now specific statements, the first of them is this statement, Subhanallah. Subhanallah being the first of the specific statements which have this great virtue. Somebody tell us a hadith that proves that. One ayah or one hadith as an example for the virtues of Subhanallah. In 40 hadith of Al-Imam Al-Nawawi. Everybody knows the 40 hadith of Al-Imam Al-Nawawi. Kalimatani Habibatani ila rahman khafifatani ala lisan thaqilatani fil mizan Subhanallah al-Azim So here this hadith, it's a famous narration. Everybody comes across it in the 40 hadith of Al-Imam al-Nawawi. That's one example. Alhamdulillah, which we're going to begin with next. What's another example from the 40 hadith of Al-Imam al-Nawawi? For the virtues of Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Tamla'ul mizan. Saying the statement Alhamdulillah, it fills 
the weighing scales, meaning your good deeds. It fills your good deeds up, fills the weighing scale, the statement, Alhamdulillah. So now you can start to recognize the virtues of these statements. You start to recognize the great virtue of the remembrance of Allah. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ was constantly upon the remembrance of Allah every day. That's why you see the scholars now, they always say, your tongue should be moist with the remembrance of Allah. Constantly you hear the stories of Sheikh bin Baz. Oh, he was always upon the remembrance of Allah. Always reciting these adhkar. Always the tongue being moist with the remembrance of Allah. Never letting yourself dry in silence and no remembrance and no adhkar. So this is one of the means of protection too. We said before, it is a protection from the hellfire. Protection that you are upon the remembrance of Allah. And you do this dhikr during the day. You are upon this dhikr and it provides you a protection. When people talk about all the difficulties they're in and the hardships of life. These simple things they should begin with so easy. Doing the remembrance of Allah every day. Subhanallah 100 times a day. Knowing its meaning, believing in it, saying it with iman. And you will see the impact upon your life. The one who is upon the remembrance of Allah and says these dhikr, adhkar every day. As for a person who is negligent, never has any remembrance of Allah. Never has any of these statements that they utter. Then what do you expect that person is going to be far with his connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's very important to be upon this dhikr and to remember Allah, particularly in these words and these speeches that are the most beloved of the statements to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any questions up to there then? Any questions on that section so far? Question? These specific times... People say you're supposed to do it like 300 times after Fajr and 200 times after Dhuhr. All these numbers they make up. If they can show you a hadith, an authentic hadith, where it tells you those numbers, then okay. Like today we mentioned some hadith that have numbers 100 times every day. They are authentic narrations, okay. If people say you're supposed to say it this many times, that many times, they have to show you the authentic hadith. If they can show you the authentic hadith, then okay. If they can't, they just say, no, but that's what our imam told us. You have to say 500 times after Fajr, 600 after Dhuhr, 200 after Asr. He said, then where have you got these numbers from? Is it in the hadith, those numbers you're telling me about? Because if they're not, then this is bid'ah idhafiyya. This is known as a bid'ah idhafiyya. Uh, an annexed innovation, an addition innovation. Doing dhikr is that sunnah or innovation? Sunnah. But doing it 300 and 247 and 609 and these figures they make up, that becomes a bid'ah. So the asal is sunnah, but the added on part they've done is bid'ah. So it's known as an added on bid'ah, bid'ah idhafiyya. The origin of it is sound, doing dhikr. But the way they do it and the place they specify and the time they specify is the bid'ah. 
So whenever anybody tells you numbers and figures, always tell them, show me the authentic hadith. If they can show you the authentic hadith, okay. If they can't, tell them I can't accept that until you show me the authentic hadith. Simple rule to remember. Whenever you see WhatsApp messages, say this this many times, and tonight make sure you say it 1,000 times and all these things, look for the reference. Ask them where is your proof for it, where is the hadith for it. If they can show it, good, then we can look and check. If they can't show it, tell them I can't accept this. Anything else? So the homework then is what? Begin with Subhanallah You have to write down the chapter number And the ayah number Write down the references That's going to be a homework for all the kids That's the homework for all the kids So next week everybody better bring their homework so that's what we'll conclude on for today then. Next week, 6.45 p.m. again, insha'Allah. 6.45 p.m. will begin again on Saturday, insha'Allah. Tomorrow you have the class? Not yet. So next Saturday, insha'Allah.